Welcome to the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast, a podcast about helping youth workers win. So whether you are the youth pastor, an amazing volunteer, or even a dedicated small group leader, this podcast is for you. Each week, you'll hear the best tips when it comes to youth ministry. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode. And here's your host, Anthony Vargas. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode on the Youth Pastor Tips podcast. My name is Anthony Vargas, and I'm so excited that you decided to tune in today as we talk about tips on message prep. Now, I'm I'm so privileged and honored just to speak to each of you every week about youth ministry tips, and I serve currently as a J-High pastor at Prestonwood here in Dallas, Texas, but I love what I do, and I know it's been a couple of weeks since I've been on this podcast and released an episode, but um, life's been pretty great, and it's been busy. Um, as we just announced personally that my wife and I were having a baby, and it's going to be a boy. We just had a gender reveal uh, this weekend, and we're excited about that. Ministry wins. Hey, we just opened up a brand new student space, so life's been hectic. Work's been crazy when it comes to uh, you know preparing to launch a brand new space, but it's been going incredible, and we've had two Sundays um, just experiencing in this new space worship and great teaching. We've even invited a uh, you know, personality in, Jared Hall. He came and did some illusions for us. But it's been incredible uh, past few weeks in ministry. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to get back at it with you guys. Um, if you haven't checked out already, you can go to youthpastortips.com for more episodes, or you can check out our Instagram for some other content at Youth Pastor Tips. But uh, I think that's enough for today's intro. I really want to get into this um, content today as we're going to be talking about tips for message prep. Now, the first tip I want to say is easy. It's just don't procrastinate, but pray and just pray again. And what I mean by that is a lot of times we can get in the busyness of work and I just don't want us to ever negate our preparation and prayer when it comes to teaching the Bible. So whatever it is in the week that you got going on, find some margin that you can designate for your time to prepare in reading and studying and praying before you go up and teach the Bible to students. So don't procrastinate, but pray. Tip number two is this, to pick a text that you want to teach on. Before you teach on the Bible, you got to know exactly what text you're going to teach on. So find a text, write it down, and begin to read it. Um, so that's tip number two. Simple as that. Tip number three is to read a paragraph or two around the text because here, here's what will help you teach a powerful message is when you know the context of the text you're in. Okay, so read a paragraph or two around it. Um, tip number four is to read the text numerous times. Um, and I just know this. Uh, I spoke to an evangelist, uh, traveling speaker one time. I said, what's you know the best method when it comes to teaching the Bible? He says, before you teach the Word, the Word must um, be in you, internalized in you. What he's meaning by that is to know the Word so well that when you go up to teach it, it's not your first time hearing it out loud. It's not your first time reading it um, to to the audience, but you've, you've read it, you've internalized it. So read it numerous times, and I encourage you, numerous translations. That's, you know, 
some of my favorites are ESV, NASB, NLT. Even if it's a hard passage, I'll, I'll check out what the message says. Um, but yeah, read it numerous times so you can get a handle on what the text is saying. No, tip number five is to make observations and notes on the text. So here's why I encourage you to do to put the text in a Word document, double space it, and then to print it out and just look at the verb, circle them. Look at significant words in the passage. Is there any repetition of words going on? Who are the characters? What's the structure like? What does the tone feel like? Is the, is the author and the writer you know, upset or is he encouraged? How does the text personally make you feel? You know, Start writing out notes and circling and underlining. This will help you uh, discover new things in the text that you haven't saw before. And that's the privilege we have as uh, communicators of God's word is, you know, we, we pick out a time in our week and we're privileged to do that. You know, us as full-time staff, um, to have more time to prepare to teach God's word than other people with a full-time vocational career. So I want to encourage you to make observations, notes on the text. You know, what are the characters like? What are they doing in the text? Does this text make you feel elevated with joy or convicted? Or does it make you want to go out and just uh, lead a charge? Um, But, you know, just make observations and notes. Tip number six is to determine the main point of the text and write it out. This is the biggest thing when you message prep, because once you find the main point, you know where the direction of your message is headed. And I want to encourage you never to teach a pointless message. Don't preach something that you don't know what you're preaching on. So tip number seven is to check a commentary or two to make sure you're on the right track. There's tons of commentaries out there. Um, some of my favorites are, you know, the B series by Warren Wiersbe. Um, I love the Moody Bible Commentary, the MacArthur Bible Commentary. Those are great. I have Lagos software, and I use multiple commentaries from there. My favorite online website with commentaries is Precept Austin. Um, I just discovered it recently. It's amazing. I encourage you to check it out. But don't go to these commentaries until God has taught you. Let the text bring the sermon. And then go to these commentaries to make sure you're on the right track. Um, So that's that tip. That's an important tip I want you to understand in message prep, that you study the text before you study commentaries. Tip number eight is to build the outline around your main point. Uh, You want the outline supporting what you're teaching about what you're teaching on. Um, A lot of sermons, you know, messages, they're going to write themselves if you just get in the text and let it write. Um, So build your outline focusing on what your main point is about. For instance, um, so this weekend, uh, I'm preparing a message on how God declares a new covenant. And the main point of this message is simple. It's God writes His law on our hearts and sends the Holy Spirit to dwell in us. And the text I'm using is Jeremiah 31. Well, my outline is just breaking that down even more, that God announces a new covenant. God allows us in a relationship with Him, going from the, talking about the Holy Spirit there. Um, and then lastly, God affirms His faithfulness. And all that's being supported by the main point, and it's text-driven. I'm pulling those truths from the passage itself. So I want to encourage you, build the outline around the main point. Tip number nine is to explain the text 
using the main point, right? So you want to explain the text. Um, what does it say? What's the truth out of there? And that truth is your main point. But you want to walk them, you know, word by word if you can. What What is this original language saying? So that you can allow your audience to see that you've studied well and that God has a message for them. Um, tip number 10 is to find illustrations for the message. Let's talk about this just for a second. What are some ways that you can illustrate the text you're teaching on? Is it an, a visual object illustration? Um, is it a story um, is it some sort of um, audio piece that you want to use, like uh, a song in your message? Whatever it is, find illustrations that will make it um, fun and interesting for the students to learn even more. Uh, this is a fun part of message prep, and you can use different resources online. You can Google's my friend when it comes to this, uh, typing in the text and then saying illustrations behind it. There's a website I'll try to include in the description of this podcast that has 20 different ways to provide illustrations for your messages. So tip number 11 is to find application for your text. So when you're teaching, you want to figure out what does this mean for the students listening in the sense they they understand the so what but what's the now what what do they now do with what they know um so provide that easy step-by-step application is it you know setting an alarm for 7 a.m for every morning so that they get up and read god's word a chapter of god's word and they hear from god using the hear method Robbie Gallaty provides um, because you taught on the importance and the inerrancy of Scripture this weekend. So that's the application. Maybe it's they they pray daily for someone. Maybe they're praying for a friend or a family member. Just get as specific as possible in your application and push them to that. Uh, tip number twelve is to move the message toward the gospel. In your preparation, you need to see how this text is going to push to Jesus. Don't don't leave people um, hearing a great message without hearing about the good news about Jesus and how he can save them from their sin. Because chances are there are going to be students in your ministry who come for the first time and they don't know about Jesus and the hope that is for them. Um, so... Move the, move the message toward the gospel and provide that invitation. Tip number 13 is to find your introduction. Notice how I'm putting this one so far at the end, right? Because the introduction, yes, is at the beginning of the message, but your preparation doesn't start with your introduction. But find your introduction. How do you want to hook your audience? Is it by a personal story that includes a failure where they can identify with a pain point or a problem? Um, Or is it by just a funny video? Whatever it is, just find your introduction and use it. Tip number 14 is to think on your conclusion. What is your, what's your conclusion? How are you going to conclude the message? Um, And Think, are you doing an invitation? You need to think through that as well in your message prep. Tip number 15 is to seek feedback. If you're able to, and you should be because you have a phone like everybody else, record your messages. And if you have high-tech gear, record them through your cameras and stuff like that and let people watch them. If not, you know, invite people to sit in live and to have a sermon evaluation form just to take notes and provide that feedback so you can grow as a communicator. 
because this is what you do on a weekly basis. So you want to get better and better. Tip number 16 is to rehearse. And what I mean by that is take some time to speak aloud um, what you're going to be teaching on. I know it may seem weird at first, but get yourself in a room alone and allow it to allow yourself to speak it out loud, teach it out loud. Because once you do that, I found for myself, I internalize it so much better. Um, here's here's the reality: your students need you to look at them in the eye, rather than look down at your notes when you're teaching a powerful point. So once you speak it out loud, once you rehearse it and it's internalized, you're able to be the communicator God wants you to be. Because I, I want you to think through this. The, the prophets, the ones who spoke on God's behalf back in the Old Testament, I guarantee you they were not looking at pieces of paper or an iPad looking down when they were speaking to God's people. Right, they were looking at at them in the face. They were having that confrontation. Your students need you to love them enough to say it to their face, to to prepare well, um, and to know your content well enough that you can look them in the eye when you teach the Bible. All right, tip number seventeen, the last one. I want to encourage you is to when you're prepping your message, always remember to be yourself. I know there's a lot of different preachers and communicators in the world, but here's the reality. God made you to be you. You don't have to pull, you know, from different other communicators and be like other people. Um, Just be yourself in your message prep uh, and when you speak that message to others. All right, guys, that's that's it for today's um, podcast on tips to message prep. Um, I hope this has been beneficial and helpful for you. And if you've, if you, need anything concerning youth ministry if you want to collaborate if you want to go on clubhouse if you want to go on zoom uh just if you just want to talk just send me a dm uh i'm available at youth pastor tips on instagram and twitter and i i would love to connect with you guys but thank you guys so much for tuning in on another episode and never forget you're awesome Thanks for joining us this week on the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast. Make sure to visit our website at youthpastortips.com and also be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply share with another youth pastor about the show, that would help tremendously. Again, thanks for tuning in to the Youth Pastor Tips Podcast and we'll see you next week.